This is Isabel and San Dimas, Conversations with Neighbors. This is a podcast to spark conversations among neighbors about happenings in and around San Dimas. I am Isabel and San Dimas, and I am happy to be one of your neighbors. In this episode, I had a lovely conversation with Michelle Passos, who's the owner and founder of United Yoga Studio. I go to United Yoga Studio, so I thought, uh, why not? reach out to Michelle and see if she wanted to be part of my locally owned series, share their story and encourage my listeners to support local businesses. Michelle is a lover of life, God and people. Love motivates her as a wife, mama of three littles, four years and under, small business owner and yoga teacher. With an MS in kinesiology, 500 hour yoga certification, doula, and prenatal yoga certification. As I said, Michelle is the co-founder of United Yoga Studio in San Dimas. Determined to spread more wellness in her community by making the practice of yoga and its wellness tools more accessible for all. Michelle and I had such a nice chat and I look forward to you listening to this episode. I have been taking yoga classes at United Yoga for the past few years. I started way before I was pregnant. Uh, It's in a really convenient location. It's um, in the shopping center next to Del Taco and Cost Plus World Market. So if you're exiting the 57 freeway north, you could just turn right. And it was great because way back when I started going there, I would bike from my house to the yoga studio. So I got a workout before, during, and after yoga class. And uh, the other great thing about the studio is that I've been able to keep going there uh, through my pregnancies and postpartum. They have a lot of great services for, uh, you know, members of the community at large, but also for uh, moms and women in particular. I took a labor prep course there. I also go to physical therapy there. So they have a whole range of services and I'm excited for you to listen to today's interview. So I hope you enjoy. Today I have special guest Michelle Passos. She is a yoga teacher and owner of United Yoga Studio here in San Dimas. And I wanted to invite Michelle to the show today. One, to highlight another local business in our community here in San Dimas. And two, to talk with her just about self-care and wellness during this really unique time of this global pandemic. A lot of us are stuck at home and maybe going a little stir crazy. And I really feel that self-care is important for all of us, regardless of where we're at. And I think Michelle is, I consider Michelle to be maybe a guru in this area. So uh, I hope we can chat a little bit about that today. So Michelle, uh, welcome to the show. Yay. Thanks for having me. And uh, I I, know I would not consider myself a guru, a little bit too kind, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here and hopefully offer some tools for people who need them. Yes. Well, we'll say you're a promoter of health and healing and wellness. Yes, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Perfect. So let, just to get started, um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your background, how you 
you know, got into yoga, how you became a yoga teacher and eventually started your own studio. Mm, Okay. Where do I begin? Let's see. I usually like to start with the fact that I grew up playing sports. I think as many people did, at least in this area. So I played three sports a year, basketball, softball, soccer, and naturally I was an athlete. So when it came to my senior year and deciding what am I going to get a degree in, I came across kinesiology. Mm-hmm. And when I read, oh, the study in art and science of human movement, I thought that is so cool. That's exactly what I want to do. And I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do with it because there were so many different routes I could take, but I knew that I wanted to study the body. And so I went to Cal State Fullerton and I got my bachelor's and my master's degree there. Mm -hmm. And along with that, you know, I was a gym rat. So I was at the gym twice a day. Mm -hmm. At the time I was coaching high school basketball and I was taking classes at the gym, like kickboxing and body works and cycling, you know, Mm -hmm. I was just always there. (laughs) And I saw a yoga class and I thought, huh, I'll try yoga. And I went and I was so, um, immature (laughs) that I was laughing and giggling like the whole time (laughs) at just the seriousness and the silence of it all because I was so used to being an athlete like we're loud and we're competitive and you know it's just it was a completely different dynamic and the reason why I kept going back was because I really loved how hard some of the postures were. I was attracted to the big back bends and the arm balances and the inversions. Mm -hmm. So I kept going back. And then I finally understood the idea of, of, Oh, quietness and being still. (laughs) And, um, in the beginning I would actually not even stay for Shavasana, which you know, is the best part. Um, I did, I didn't understand that at first because I was, I'm, was a type A, like go, go, go all the time. Like, Oh, I don't got time for cool down. I got to get up and go, you know? And then I started to find myself staying and then recognizing how much my body and my personality needed the cool down and Shavasana. And now Shavasana is my favorite part. <laughs> and it's why I go to yoga. Cause I, I want that, that ending, like really blissful five minutes with hope, like a light massage from the teacher and oils, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just that's the best part. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. Well, first, before we go on, can you, for anyone who doesn't know much about yoga, can you just explain what Shavasana is? Oh yes. Good point. Okay. So Shavasana, it, it's a Sanskrit word for corpse pose. So see a lot of postures in yoga are from an ancient language called Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, Shavasana means corpse pose. And so at the end of every class you lay like a corpse and you just lay there on the ground or on your mat or the ground and you um, are to find stillness. And the whole point of yoga is to be able to get to a space of stillness. And, you know, it's really hard for people to sit still. And so that's why they added the portion of asana. Asana means postures or poses. So you do all these yoga poses and connect with your breath. And then you pretty much tire yourself out. So then by the end of it, you can actually be still. Mm -hmm. And then when you're in that state of stillness, that's when your body recovers 
that's when you're able to harness and clear the mind. And, um, and that's the whole point. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, and like you said, Shavasana really is the best. (laughs) It is. (laughs) So I just think that that kind of story of how you came upon yoga is so entertaining because, you know, I know you as a yoga teacher and, you know, just very Zen and, um, kind of like peaceful spirit. And just the fact that you were laughing your way through your first yoga class is really funny. (laughs) I know. I I love sharing that every time. So people can see the contrast of, you know, everybody is on their own journey. And, and when it comes to your yoga journey, it's really fun to know how people got started on it. You Mm -hmm. know, People will say like, oh, I started taking YouTube videos or I did the P90X or somebody came to my school. So I I love to know what, you know, their first, the first seed that was planted Mm -hmm. for them. Well, and it's interesting too, because I didn't know about your um, kind of athletic background and how you were originally drawn to yoga for kind of the athleticism of it, those really challenging poses that, you know, we all see when we think of yoga, we think of all these like twisted, you know, ways Mm -hmm. that you're moving your body. And that was kind of what drew you in. And then now here we are fast forward, how many years and lying in Shavasana is now your favorite thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. And it probably has a lot to do with being a mom of three and running a studio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. So (laughs) let's talk a little bit about the studio. Um, Can you share kind of what your mission is? Because it's not just, you know, a studio or not just a, a place to work out. There's kind of a deeper mission and vision behind it. So can you talk about that? United Yoga came about because we had a passion. And I say we a lot because I'm referring to my husband and I, because he's also a co-owner and co-founder, even Mm -hmm. though I'm the one that's, you know, on the forefront of everything. He's still like, we're one, you know, so, Mm -hmm. and he was the one that actually encouraged me to open a studio. I had had that dream at one point, and then I let it go. And so the idea was that, you know, yoga has been such an important part of my wellness and so much of my community. And I see what a difference it makes for people, for their minds and for their bodies and their spirits. And so I wanted to make yoga accessible for, for as many people as possible. And when Mm -hmm. I first got certified, I started to teach donation-based classes in my backyard. I lived with my parents at the time Mm -hmm. and And so that's where it started was my backyard yoga. And I'd have up to 25 people coming to my backyard yoga. I was teaching three classes a week in my parents' backyard. Wow. And it was all donation-based. Yeah. And so I thought there should be a studio that has donation-based yoga because, as you know, it's not – it's very expensive to, to do yoga at least here. And so I wanted to be able to have a space that was affordable for people. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to have a space that really invited all people to come, which is why we call it United. Because a lot of people, when they think of yoga in the Western world, they think of a Caucasian woman in Orange County wearing, <laughs> you know, yoga pants and like a crop top and yep. drinking kom- kombucha and green juice, you know? <laughs> um, and so, 
I was inspired by one of the one of the first teachers after practicing for a few years, I stumbled across a woman who was a young Hispanic woman and she was my favorite teacher. And Mm -hmm. I was like, so inspired by her and I wanted to be her. And I wanted to let other people who looked like me know that, Hey, yoga is for you too. Because a lot of people assume that it's, Oh, that's not for me. I, I can't do that. You mm-hmm. know? And so, and I'm not just talking about color. I'm talking about your body size and even your athleticism, you or know, age and or exactly, or background, mm-hmm. you know, your religious background, my dad's a pastor. And so there's a lot of people in the Christian community that think that when you practice yoga, you're worshiping Hindu gods, you know? So I wanted to, to educate people about this practice and all the tools. I wanted to encourage people and then I wanted to empower people. So that's our mission is to educate, encourage, and to empower and create as many access points as possible for for everyone, including vulnerable communities. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. And actually, that was something that I wanted to touch on a little bit later was kind of what classes you offer and who do you serve? And I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, personally, from my own experience, I think I was in that camp of, oh, I'm interested in trying yoga. I'm curious about it. But I, I was like shy. I didn't know, is it for me? Am I going to be flexible enough? Am I going to know how to, you know, do all the poses? And like you said, it it really is for everyone. And what I love about, you know, my experience at your studio is that I feel like the teachers are very accommodating and you can do different adjustments or. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, adjustments. So that, using you know, props. yeah. So you, you know, you could either you push yourself really hard or, you know, if you're more of a beginner, you can kind of ease into the poses. And so it's really, available to, you know, all different skill levels and all types of people. So that's one major thing I wanted to talk with you about today as well. I don't know who's listening. It could be, you know, all different types of people. So everyone's welcome. Exactly. And so that is when I hire a teacher at my studio, I start with, this is my mission. I never want anybody to come into our studio and think, oh, yoga is not for me. So it's very important to me that my teachers know how to, one, sequence methodically so that they're providing a safe environment for the students, you know, and because there's a lot of yoga studios out there that are more about like power yoga and like mm-hmm. go, 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 and you push, push, push. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want, I want the students to feel safe. Um, challenged, but also safe. And then the other thing is I, I never want them to feel like they can't do a pose. So like you said, there's modifications for every body type and size. And, um, so we use props and so they have to know like, okay, you, you can stay here and do this variation, or if you'd like to, you can do this variation. And so our teachers are so great. I'm so blessed and lucky and to have such great teachers who understand that idea. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then the third thing is also, I want teachers who actually see students and, you know, know their name mm-hmm. and can and like care about them. And I just feel really fortunate that my teachers do do that. You know, we just want to create 
a really special community. And it's really neat to have that feedback and say, yeah, there's something different about your studio, you Mm -hmm. know? And I, and I know that's why. Yeah. And you know, I feel like we're doing a commercial for United Yoga because I (laughs) personally can attest to that, you know, like as a person who's gone to your studio for, I I don't know, a couple of years now, um, you know, I've, I've gone through two pregnancies and going to the yoga studio and, you know, I see teachers whose classes I've been in before and they're always asking, you know, like, how, how are you doing? How are your kids doing? And, you know, I I really do feel that sense of community that people genuinely care about each other and, you know, want to check in, want to know how you are. Um, so that's definitely something that I've, I've noticed from the teachers and now you're articulating it is something that I feel. So that's, um, very cool to, to make that connection. Yeah. Thank, I'm so glad that you noticed it and you've experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say too, cause in contrast, you know, I started yoga at a gym mm-hmm. and when I first went to the gym, it was like, it was a power flow class and I was playing catch up the whole time. You know, you're brand new. You don't know what you're like, what you're getting yourself into. And so I'm looking around, they're saying funny names <laughs> and like, but like I had that competitive spirit in me already to not be discouraged by it, but not everybody is that way, you Mm -hmm. know? And so that's why I do appreciate the studio setting because it really allows for more of an intimate connection. And then again, we offer all the different props and stuff and all the different styles, like maybe a power vinyasa flow isn't for you, but you might really like yin yoga, which is, you know, all the postures are on the ground and you're holding them for three to five minutes and it's a lot more soothing, you know, mm-hmm. or restorative or sculpt yoga, like all the different styles. So there's different options depending on what kind of class you're looking for, intensity, pace, all of that. Exactly. So one of the popular ones, have you been to one of the, um, restorative or therapeutic yoga classes yet? I have. Yes. Love those classes. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you're getting like, you're, you have all these props around you and like light oil and the sod. It's like you're taking a nap and you're just moving <laughs> your body into different shapes the whole time. And so you feel so good afterwards. So that's a really popular one. I was going to say that's one of my favorite classes. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a favorite. So for someone who hasn't been to the studio, can you describe kind of what the uh, setup is and just the vibe that you are going for? Because there's definitely, it kind of goes to this whole conversation that we're having about that welcoming spirit and, you know, kind of contrasting from a gym. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. So you we, it's a small space. It's about 800 square feet. And when you walk in, there is like a little couch and a seating area. We don't have a lot of studios have a bunch of merchandise. And people always ask like, why don't you have merchandise? And it might not be the wisest thing for me as a business person to not have a bunch of merchandise. But for me, what's more important is to have this like space where it's like, you feel like you're walking to somebody's house, into someone's house, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, this is our living room and this is where we can sit and we have our tea, you know, but first drink tea. And so I make sure that we have a lot of different tea that people can grab hot tea with mugs, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't want to have a big desk. A lot of studios have this big desk that somebody sits behind. We have like a very small standing desk because I just wanted it to be very intimate, like face to face kind of thing. So 
that's like the vibe of right, right right when you get in and then there's no wall so you pretty much just walk onto our floor and the reason why I have no wall is because I love the natural light that comes in through the big giant windows mm-hmm. and um and we have our plants up there our hanging plants yeah we did it that way on purpose and then the last component is that we don't have mirrors and not having mirrors was really important to me for two reasons one is really wanting people to get a deeper sense of their body awareness by learning how to get into their body, not by viewing it through a mirror, but by experiencing it. Mm -hmm. So that was one. And then the second thing is that I believe in being um, body positive. And Mm -hmm. so for me, and in my background specifically, and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with the same thing, but a mirror can be very distracting mm-hmm. and can bring up a lot of insecurities. Yep. And so I didn't want mirrors. And people will be like, why don't you have mirrors? And then I just say it and they're like, oh, okay, I get it. And so, yeah, that's the other really little special component that we were intentional about as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love hearing you talk about it because I, there is a lot of thought and intention that goes into that space, you know, things that I didn't even notice, like you said, you feel like you're walking into a living room and, um, you know, that you don't have mirrors. Those are all things that are, you know, now that I'm hearing you say it, it's like, well, duh, but you know, I didn't realize it, but it it definitely adds to that kind of cozy, like homey feel when, when you get to the studio for sure. Um, and the, oh, I love the, the window and the plants definitely just makes it feel so, kind of like fresh inside. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going for is really minimal. My husband wanted it to be unisex. So everything's like natural colors, you know, Mm -hmm. just like neutrals. Nice. Now, um, do you just out of curiosity, do you have a favorite class that you like to teach? Oh my goodness. So I'm the worst. I say it like, that's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's like, your favorite is everything. Um, (laughs) Well, you can pick a couple favorites if you want. Okay. Okay, cool. So currently right now, one of my favorite classes that I'm teaching is my Just Breathe Flow class Mm -hmm. because it's a class that allows people to tap into more an intuitive part of their practice. And so, and especially for me for a very long time, I, I pride myself in really understanding the body and, and wanting to give people a solid foundation of alignment and precision in their practice, right? So that they can have a sustainable practice. However, at the same time, I've also recently stumbled upon the importance of getting into this intuitive knowing of your body, right? So like more primal movement. So in my Just Breathe Flow class, one of my teachers, she always talks about creative licensing. So I offer lots of creative licensing in this class. So I'm a guide and I'm taking you through this flow, but I want you to incorporate anything that your body is intuitively telling you to do. Mm. Um, So there's a lot of movement in it. There's a, a lot more circular movement because regular yoga classes when vinyasa flow style it's all very linear right so it's Mm -hmm. tapping into your masculine energy so this class is tapping more into your feminine energy which is a lot more um just like out of order circular and so it's a lot of fun i love teaching that one a lot and I get a lot of positive feedback about it and, and more so for the people who've been taking yoga for a long time. I know that it could be very intimidating for somebody who's just come to yoga 
they're like, I don't know what to do, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it's definitely for like a specific person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of them. And then my other favorite class, like I told you is giving people a solid foundation. So I love teaching beginners. When somebody tells me mm-hmm. I've never done yoga before, I get super giddy inside because I'm like, yes, I get to be your first exposure to yoga. Like this is such a privilege and such an honor. And I want to give you a really solid understanding of this practice. And so I love teaching um, beginners and teaching precision. And that's another original class that I have on our schedule. So is the precision class. And then my third favorite (laughs) is going to be um, the prenatal yoga I love working with pregnant moms. It's one of my passions and, um, and something that I am really grateful for that our studio has been consistent with because a lot of studios will offer prenatal yoga here and there, but we've offered it every week since the week we opened and Juanita, Mm. one of, you know, you've taken her class. She's been so committed and she's taught a prenatal yoga class every week. And, and then I have my series that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple times a year. So I love teaching pregnant mamas because that's where wellness starts is when you're in utero. Mm-hmm. And so if more pregnant mamas are exposed to yoga, then they're directly influencing these babies nervous systems, you mm-hmm. know, and then from there, if I get them in prenatal yoga, then they come to mama and me yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we get to help expose little ones seeing their moms practice yoga, you know, and learning how to breathe. And then from there, it goes into kid yoga. And so it's just really cool to be able to catch people early on. Mm -hmm. Well, and I can say as a pregnant woman taking a yoga class, it just feels it it's so um like re- reviving you know you're going through all these physical changes and it's just so um just so comforting to be moving in in these uh rejuvenating ways i guess um and then you know then my kids see me doing yoga and then they start doing the poses and it's awesome mm-hmm. yeah and they learn they see you taking care of yourself and then mm-hmm. one day they're going to be like oh yeah mom did yoga all the time and she did it because she wanted to practice self-care, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, right now we're in a global pandemic, you know, which is something that most people haven't ever experienced and we're stuck at home. Talk a little bit about, you know, the importance of self-care right now in, in this moment in history and in each of our lives, I guess. Oh man, where do I begin? (laughs) Self-care. So I mean, now more than ever, yeah, definitely self-care is so important because people are experiencing something together that we've never experienced before. Right. Mm -hmm. And we come from a culture that has always been go, go, go. And always doing the next thing. And so now all of a sudden everybody's stuck at home and they don't know what to do with themselves. We have to slow down. Yeah. They're, they're being forced to slow down. And when you slow down, you're confronted with what's happening in your, in your heart space and then in your head space. Right. And so the practice of yoga was created thousands of years ago and it was created because all of these sages recognize that people were suffering mentally and 
the mind is the problem, but the mind is also the solution. So that's what yoga is about. It's about harnessing the mind because I mean, in the United States, mental illness is so prevalent, right? Mm -hmm. And it's starting at a younger and younger and younger age, depression, anxiety, suicide rates, all these things. Now people are being forced to stay home. They've lost connection with their communities. And uh, besides, you know, behind the screen, they're not getting to see people. They're not going to their gym memberships or going to play their sports or outdoors as much. And so their bodies really not doing well. And so it's really important for us to be intentional about doing these things so that we can maintain our wellness. And there's all these different layers to ourselves. And so like, I'm, I'm hitting a bunch at once, but physical self care, just trying to keep your immune system up is going to require you moving your body and moving your body also requires both upregulation and downregulation regulation. So like we need to get our sweat on, we need to get our heart rate up, but we also need to come back down, you know? Mm -hmm. So super important for our immune system. And then it's also very important for our mental wellness, practicing yoga or any type of movement or exercise is going to release endorphins. And you know, that's the feel good hormone Mm -hmm. that we all need. But yoga specifically, what it helps to do is that because you're breathing and you're learning to control your breath, you're directly influencing not only your heart rate and your nervous system, but also you're able to harness your mind. And Mm -hmm. again, that's the goal, right, is to be able to come back to the present. So people who are like worried about what's going to happen next, you know, how am I going to how am I going to pay my bills next month? Or like, how long is this stay at home shelter going to take place? Or even just all the, the political division going on right now, mm-hmm. you know, just all the suffering and the strife that we see, if that's like mentally happening all the time, we need something to kind of bring us back to this moment. And your breath is the number one tool that you have to do that mm-hmm. to just like, okay, let's come back now. And let's get grounded. So Breathing is really, really important for that. And that's essentially what yoga is, is breathing, (laughs) breathing and moving. Yeah. Well, you know, now that we're talking about it, when I think about yoga, I feel like it contributes to, like you said, that physical and that mental healing because physical in the sense, you know, you're, you're moving in your body, you're feeling that. And you're also, you know, trying to still your mind and just really be in the present. And like you said, in this time, we could have a thousand worries, you know, just constant worries about, you know, how am I going to pay the bills? What's going to happen next? You know, when am I going to see so-and-so? Um, but I feel like yoga kind of brings you back to this present moment and kind of helps you to kind of let go of all that mm-hmm. noise. Yeah, totally. And that's for those of us who are suffer with anxiety, right? But then there's also the other camp where people are suffering and they're depressed because they're, they're still like grieving what we had before, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really hard for them to come back this way from the past, you know? So then there's that whole element too, of, of tapping into like your heart space and, and recognizing that it's okay to feel what you're feeling. And so I don't know about you, but for me and many people, when they practice yoga at some point in their practice, whether it's 
um, at the in, during the class or maybe at the end, people will cry, like straight mm-hmm. up just like release all of their emotions. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even realize that they were holding all of these emotions in. Mm-hmm. And so for me, being on my yoga mat is a safe space where I go, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's important. I'm human and I have all these feelings and I need to give myself space to experience these feelings too. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you move your body, it helps you to do that. It helps you to, to tap into your heart space a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Experience that catharsis if that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hmm, I'm just like, I want to go do yoga now. <laughs> I know. So for, you know, someone listening to this who maybe has never done yoga or or people who have done yoga, but they're really interested in our conversation and the studio, what, you know, obviously your studio isn't open for in-person classes right now. So how are you making up for that during this challenging time? So we had to close our door. And so we have been offering virtual classes. Mm -hmm. So every day, every morning and night, there's a class and you can register on mind body. And then you get this link an hour before your class starts and you are pretty much using the platform zoom and yeah, our teachers at, at their home teaching a couple of them teach from the studio, they'll come in and then you get to to take your classes from your house. And some people, you know, it's not matching with their schedule. So then we also offer the YouTube platform. And so we've been uploading and we have so many videos on there because we've been teaching, you know, dozens of classes a week. And so we have a huge library of classes that you can access on our YouTube channel, which is cool. Cause there's a lot of yoga on YouTube, but knowing the studio and the teachers, it's been it's been really cool for people to get to go on there and and still feel like they're being a, a part of United Yoga, you know. Nice. I didn't know about the YouTube channel. So if someone yeah. wanted to take one of these classes, what website should we go to or how can we find you? So yes, yeah, so you have two options. You go to YouTube and you just type in United Yoga Studio. Mm-hmm. Make sure you put studio. And so you can take those classes for free, or you can go to unitedyogastudio.com and register on there for the live classes. And those are all donation-based. So we've gone completely donation-based, um, like $5 donations to however much people can donate. Some people are doing drop-ins, some people are doing, um, still doing monthly unlimited classes, but we, we did a sliding scale of like donating as little as 70 or up to a hundred. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's our website and then our YouTube channel. And then we have an Instagram too, where you can get live information from. Cool. So I can imagine, you know, during this pandemic, it's been a challenging time. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to say about how the coronavirus is impacting your business right now? I mean, you know, you're a, a locally owned, you know, mom and pop studio and, um, yours are the types of businesses that are really struggling right now. Yeah, it's been, it's been really crazy and it was really wild because I had some resistance, you know, when this was all manifesting, I was so just confused and I don't know what's the right thing to do. Should we stay open, you know, close. And then I, and then governor Newsom posted, you know, or expressed that, yeah, we're, we're closing down. And so 
we did it right away and we went straight to our virtual platform, completely donation-based. I canceled all of our memberships because I wanted to honor people. And so our sales have gone down 75%. And mm. that's just the brutal reality of it. And it's not just me, it's my neighbors, you know, the restaurants that I'm next to. Mm-hmm. So many restaurants, same thing. So sales have gone down quite a bit. And I've applied for all of the things. I mean, I was doing the work right from the get-go with the SBA and PPP and the CARES Act and the EIDL and even grants. There's a lot of cool grants out there, but I, and I've just been applying like crazy, but it still doesn't mean you're approved and mm-hmm. um, it's also still not enough. And so I ended up reaching out to our community and I posted a YouTube video just sharing our heart and letting our community know where we were at. And it was incredible how people showed up for us. And I, I couldn't even imagine. I didn't even think I thought like, okay, well maybe we'll get a few hundred dollars of people donating like five or $10 here and there. Mm -hmm. People were coming out of nowhere, sending me like that I haven't spoken to in years, sending $250, $500, like Mm -hmm. crazy amounts. And our community raised $6,000 for us. Oh my gosh. covered, yeah, just chills right now. And I I cried so much. Like every time my phone, the Venmo came in, I just was like bawling my eyes out. And we were able to pay the two months past rent that we owed. And then I also got to pay June ahead of time. Yeah. Because we weren't receiving any grace, unfortunately from our landlords, which is a very common thing. I have a lot of friends who's, who they've closed their studios down Mm. because it's just a really hard time. And, you know, landlords have to pay their mortgages. We understand, but it's just, you know, what are we going to do? If you can't have your studio open, you can't have memberships. So for now, we are good and I'm grateful, but I have no idea what the future holds for us. Mm-hmm. And I am just trusting in the process, trusting in God and and just, you know, taking one day at a time. It's been really neat because this during this season, I was forced to surrender and it's been the best thing for me, honestly, because I I truly am not worried about it. I just really take one day at a time because mm-hmm. it's just not going to do anything for me. And so it's been really cool to finally understand that the idea that we hear all the time in yoga of letting go. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that's what letting go means. <laughs> and now, now the universe has forced you to let go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, so. that is first off, such a huge blessing, like so incredible. And second off, I think it's just a testament to the community that you have created at the studio and probably beyond in your in your life, you know, just the the people who've come together to support, um, support your work right now. So that's just so amazing. Is there anything else that the community can do to support you guys right now or you know other than making donations doing the online classes anything else that that you guys need i would say just continuing to spread the word that we're here you know and that we're offering this that we're we have the online platform and so just more more people knowing that they have that there's accessible yoga for them mm-hmm. and and pointing people our way would be i think more than enough at this point. 
hopefully we can get the word out by sharing this this episode. Yeah, I'm so grateful for you and having this opportunity. It's really fun to be able to take ownership of what we've done in the last, you know, we're coming up on our four year anniversary. So it's pretty exciting. That's amazing. Yeah, we've talked a lot about the challenges that you've faced during, you know, this pandemic, but I'm interested to hear what you think are some of your major accomplishments as a studio in the past like four years that you've been in operation. Yeah, well, we started off with not a lot. My parents, I'm so grateful for them. They invested in us so we could get started. And it was enough for us to, you know, pay our security deposit and buy some props and stuff. Like mm-hmm. we, we painted everything ourselves. Like we did a lot of DIY stuff. And a few months in, we soon recognized, oh, you, you need more money. <laughs> so <laughs> my husband and I, we bought our first home on Fifth Street in San Dimas. It's funny because I was reading your page and I saw you say, have you ever seen a coyote on Fifth Street in Euclid? I'm like, <laughs> yes, because I lived there and I saw the coyote all the time. It's so um, funny. Yeah. So we had a house there and we ended up selling it. We sold our house so that we can so we can run this studio and wow. we've poured a lot of our own money into it. And so I'm, I'm proud of, of us for making that sacrifice and being committed to, to this practice and this process into our community. Mm-hmm. And, and then soon after that, I also realized, okay, yoga classes aren't going to be enough either. And so that's when I was inspired to, to do our teacher training, which was something that Mm -hmm. I wanted to do for a long time anyways. And I I always wanted to run my own teacher training. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, Heather, who's our, our physical therapist. And then she's also my best friend. And then my cousin, we put together our teacher training and we've done seven cycles of teacher trainings in the last, um, almost four years. And our teacher training is very special and unique and different from all the others around. And I'm very, very proud of what we've been able to cultivate, not only within the teacher trainings and seeing the personal transformation, but also the teachers that we have developed. And I owe that to Marina Sturdivant and Heather Thomas because they're just two incredibly amazing women and they've poured their heart and soul into the training. And so I'm just super grateful to be alongside with them. And they joined me right away. I told them about this crazy idea and we (laughs) were able to start our first teacher training one month later. It was, it was pretty awesome. So super proud of, of our teacher trainings. And then our mom community, we mentioned a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. is the, the prenatal postnatal community, but the mom and me has been really awesome. And our mom and me um, meetups at the park and at the studio, those are all free. And it's, as you know, postpartum is a really hard time for moms and it's not talked about enough. Mm -hmm. Thankfully during in our generation, it is being talked about a lot more. And so we really desire to be a a hub for moms to know that they have, that they're not alone because a lot of moms do feel like they're alone. So I'm, I'm really grateful and proud of our Maya Mamas community Mm -hmm. and just bringing more mamas together. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Those are, that's a lot of um, wonderful things that you guys have done in such a short time. And, you know, I didn't know that you sold your house for the studio. And I just want to say thank you to you and all that you and your family have given to the studio, because I feel like it has been such a gift for me personally, and obviously to this whole community that has rallied behind you guys. And I just think it's such a gift to our local people. So thank you. Yeah. Oh gosh. Thank you. Because (laughs) I, I needed this very much. So, because it's been really tough and I, you know, I've been tempted to like throw in the towel and then I'm like, okay, no, like we can do it. We've Mm -hmm. gone through hard things. And so this was a really sweet reminder that we're exactly where we're meant to be and we're doing it. We're, we're going to be fine and we've got a long ways to go. So, yeah. Um, well, awesome. I, I think we, I feel like we had a really, uh, thorough and lovely conversation before we end. I just wanted to ask if there's anything else you wanted to say up to your community, your supporters, or, you know, anyone who's listening right now. If there is anybody out there that is feeling disconnected, whether they're feeling disconnected from their physical body, from their mental space, from their emotional space, from people, from their calling, from a higher power, I want you to know that you are not alone and that you can reconnect through the practice of yoga. And at United Yoga Studio, we are here for you to welcome you, to see you. And we are a place that we want to make you feel like you belong and help you to connect physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and relationally. Thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, Michelle. That was such a nice conversation. Thank you. That was so much fun. I hope you liked that episode. As I said, I really had such a lovely time chatting with Michelle as we recorded that interview. And I hope you learned a thing or two because I certainly did. Just to wrap it up, what has your experience with yoga been in the past? Have you ever tried yoga? If you have, uh, what has it been like? If not, uh, why not? What's holding you back? Um, You know, Michelle and I talked a lot about yoga as a way to take care of yourself during this time of pandemic and quarantine, but you know, there are a ton of other ways to engage in self-care. So what are your self-care activities during this challenging time? How are you nurturing yourself, giving yourself breaks so that you can keep going and thrive during this day-to-day time of staying at home. Keep the conversation going. Visit my website, isabelinsandimas.com slash yoga. I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. And a little personal tidbit from me today, you know, Michelle and I talked about Shavasana, which was the corpse pose where basically you're lying down uh, flat on the ground and in just a really relaxing, rejuvenating, uh, pose. Um, One of my favorite yoga poses is called child's pose. Uh, You can look it up uh, if you don't know what that is. But to me, it's very calming, relaxing, restorative, and uh, just makes my whole body feel um, like it's healing. So that's a little bit about me and my favorite yoga pose. 
Thank you for joining me today. I am Isabel and San Dimas, and I, as always, want to encourage you to connect with one of your neighbors. And this week, I will encourage you to connect with our neighbor, United Yoga Studio. Go ahead and visit them online. If you want to try yoga, what better time than when you're stuck at home quarantining? Maybe you've never done a yoga class. Get your tablet out try a class in the privacy of your own home and uh, just see how it goes. Support United Yoga or any other business that's local in town. Maybe they have online services, online classes, or maybe it's a local restaurant that you want to support, order, um, take out from them. I just encourage you to support our local businesses uh, during this time. As always, you can find me at isabelandsandemus.com. Feel free to reach out, drop me a line, and I look forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks.